Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. We got our first, like, a sad face. We have a sad, we have a sad face and a like. Aw. What are you talking about? Well, on, on our, on StreamYard, I can actually see when somebody likes or, you know, I think you see it up at the top of the screen, right? You see those, the two little, the like and the sad face? You don't see it? I see it. And I'm like, oh, there's a little sad face there. But then I can't read the handwriting. It looks like it's from, um, it looks, looks like it's Arabic or something like that. Right from my mom. Well, I didn't know she knew Arabic. Anyway. <laughs> Hey, wait a second. Stop the presses. There you go. What does that say? Can you read in the background? No, it's small. Oh my gosh, it's your birthday. Well, yes. I can't see it, by the way. So you can't see that? No, I can see it. There's some picture of something, some <laughs> yeah, covering me up again. <laughs> They're not covered. You can, I can, you're the only one that's there. Well, yesterday was my birthday officially, so let's get that straight. So, thanks for all the yeah. Hey, that that looks like me. <laughs> that was you yesterday when you're like, why didn't Dan only send me a text message? He didn't actually call me. <laughs> Say it again. Nothing. Yeah, you didn't call me. I didn't call you. No, I didn't call you. But I texted. I Facebooked. You it did. It was yeah. official on Facebook. So even if I called you and didn't Facebook you, you'd be like, hey, you, you called me, but you didn't put me in anything on Facebook for me. So, yeah, you can't win with me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how was your birthday? How? Hey, uh, it was great. There's, there's two, here's what I realized there's two groups. <clears throat> there's the people like, happy birthday, love you, thank you, blah, blah, blah. You know, really nice, very heartfelt. And then there's the bros. The bros bring it out like, dude, we didn't think you'd make it this far. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, what was it like when you're making that golden calf with Moses? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what happened when you tripped through when he, when God and Moses parted the Red Sea and you stumbled through it? I mean, so, you know, so you got the really nice people and then you got the inner circle. Hey, there it is. Well, happy birthday to you. And oh my God, I can't believe it's your birthday. It's and my birthday. It's my birthday. By the way, this, like we're saying right before we jumped on, at this age, it's a, it, it's a week long. Then you go, no, it's it's a year long. I go, I'm just thankful to be alive for another breath. Praise Jesus. Amen to that. So, anywho, that being said, happy birthday to you. This is the end times chat. Welcome everybody. It's great to see you. Great to see you on here listening. And um, so Show great to have 76. 76. Could you believe that we would get to 76? Yeah, well, that's what I was wondering about my age. Well, I mean, I couldn't believe you made it to 77, but there you are. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> anyway, welcome everybody. Uh, I'm not 77, by the way. Let's be clear. What? I'm not 77. No, you're not. He's not 77. He hasn't even made it to, to yeah. 2090. Oh. <laughs> he hasn't even made it there yet. Anyway, so I uh, this is a, a welcome break for me because I am studying for finals. I got finals on Thursday and Friday. And this is a great, great chance to kind of spend some time with you, spend some time with the people that are out there listening uh, and, and share a little bit about Jesus. And then back to the books. By the way, the guy, the guy right here, 
The guy right there. That's this guy right there. Yeah, right there. Smartest man alive. He'll be fine on his law finals. And we just dropped like 15 people off the show because they don't believe you. <laughs> hey, they're lost. They're lost. <laughs> anyway, it's, uh, it's going to be a good week. I believe that um, I've studied hard and I, I know that God's going to bring these things to my remembrance. But uh, I, I used to love it when people would pray. They'd be like, Lord, just got to help me with these finals. You know, I haven't studied, but help me to help me to pass. I'm like, how can why would God want to bring something to your remembrance that you never studied? Why are you praying for that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't get like, that. Lord, help me, but I never pray for you. I never pray with you know to you. I never read the Bible. Um, I'm not around good godly people. So, but now I want you to help me. Now I want help. Yeah, now I want help. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, all right. <clears throat> well. Let's onward. jump in. Onward. Whoop, whoop. Let's jump right on in. We well, have. I don't have my bot, my normal bottle, so I kind of cover this one out. Jeez. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I got my, uh, Get into that fun weather that started right here. Man, I so funny. I texted you about this the other day. You're like, thanks for telling me a day later. I almost died in that tornado, but thanks for letting me know about it. Yeah, sirens went off. By the way, we were at a tennis meet for our daughter. And it was, you know, it was, you know, normal, nice spring day. It was actually a pretty nice day. And the wind was blowing a little bit, you know, so it was a nice breeze. By the time that, <laughs> by the time she got started and actually playing, it was like these gusts. And so she would hit the ball and the ball would almost like go and then almost go out uh, of the whole, uh, you know, over the fence. And the wind would blow it back in. It was crazy. I mean, these gusts wow. were like it, it was like I felt wind burned just from being there. And then and then it continued to get got worse. We had tornado sirens go off. Never saw one. I don't think one landed. And uh so we were at the very beginning of that terrible storm, which as again, the, the East Coast got hit again. Man, they got slammed. I mean, this was last Tuesday, and uh, there what was it? Bismarck, North Dakota, just got dumped on with four feet of snow. Four feet of snow. I mean, that's a lot of snow in one sitting. Well, here, here's here's another crazy sign. So it was 86 degrees on Tuesday or Wednesday. On Saturday, I think it was Saturday, it rained a little bit, and it was almost like snow. It didn't quite snow or stick. But you could see the snow in it, and then because it was warm enough, but it was from 86 down to 36. Oh, man. That's insane. Yeah, it's like the yo-yo. Whoop, whoop. Temperatures. Well, I'm, so, I'm just glad you're safe. And you Thank can see you. all our odds right there. And then the, and uh, where you live in Lincoln's an hour away. Yep. Somewhere down here. Somewhere yep. Right there. Yep, that's close. That's, you're good. Right there. You're Here's here's a good. It took seventy six shows to finally figure out where Nebraska is for you, even though you are the smartest man alive. Yeah, but when I have all this information in my head, sometimes when studying, I can't even remember what two plus two is. <laughs> Seven. That's exactly right. So uh, that's number one. Take check this out though. We're gonna go to space. We got three things in space. That yeah, I, was, I saw that one. I was like, oh man, he beat me to it. Uh, I'm so glad because I was like, I want to talk about this one, but you can talk about it. But I do have one on mosquitoes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that, but I couldn't pull it up. Oh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about it. But I'll, I'll find something before we, uh, before, we, before we talk about it. So this is this right here. This is like the size and the scope of what it would look like if you had an 85 mile in diameter comet just the actually the nucleus size is 85 miles wide flying at the earth now that's i think the width of rhode island i think rhode island's only 85 miles wide or something like that yeah. 80 miles wide so yeah. if you have a comet the size of rhode island coming at you you're like oh the earth is so big it's like 10,000 miles blah 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 no if something like that the size of that hits this earth it's going to have a major impact uh, all over the world so 
But yeah, I saw that and I'm like, man, this is kind of what we're talking about. But here's the reason why this is important because they just, that particular comet, that 85 mile one right there on the, on that side is actually hurtling towards our solar system as we speak. So, and entering into the solar system, I think is what they actually said. So actually what it says is barreling toward the inner solar system. I should just read the title, GJ, because that's exactly where I'm going to find my answer. That's why you're so smart, bro. I mean, wow. This And the data was captured by the Hubble Space Telescope. That space telescope is doing still, it's still working hard. It's been out there for decades. It's still working hard. It's Taking been out space. there as long as I've been alive, almost. That's insane. Almost. Well, almost. there you have it. There you have it. That's That's another one. And then, oh, snap. I saw this one. Yep, I saw that. You know what it kind of makes me, reminds me of a song. Weebles wobble and they don't fall down. That's one. <laughs> I think I was thinking about do the wobble, do the wobble. <laughs> I don't know what the song is, but. Yeah, right. It's very clear because yes. it doesn't exist. Exactly. Well, do you, what? It, I have all the Earth news, but uh, except for the mosquitoes. But tell me about the wobble, GJ. Do you, did you read about this at all? Did you read the story? I just read. I just read the headline: the moon wobble. Seriously, what does that mean? Tell us, well, Dan. Tell us, Dan. I, I will tell you. I will tell you. They're it's NASA is working on this. It's supposedly some statistical framework that will predict upcoming floods and how serious they are over the next 60 years, right? So that's what the moon wobble is because what it does, I guess the moon shifts off of its axis in our orbit and the moon, from what we have discovered, it looks like the tides actually rise and, and fall like high tide, low tide based on the position of the moon around our planet. And as it, as it orbits, so go the tides. Well, they do this, projection out like 60 years and now they're saying well the rising sea levels are no longer new but now the seasonal flooding is actually taking place and it's bigger it's more like four feet of snow in in bismarck north dakota the tornadoes the storms the flooding that because the shifting of the moon is causing a lot of that to come up onto the shores and cause massive flooding interesting though i'm wondering why they why they went from the sea change, you know, the weather change that's happening globally too. Oh, it's a moon wobble. I'm just wondering that. That's just a question. Because it's a scientific term, wobble. <laughs> but look at the date, 2030. That's another thing that actually caught my caught me by the, by surprise. So yeah. by by the end of 2030 is when the UN is supposedly going to have uh, all 17 of their initiatives accomplished. And if you don't know what they are, go to the UN's uh, United Nations website. All those 17 things sound really great. They sound wonderful, but they direct they? us towards Well, they sound wonderful, but they're directing us towards a one world system and government. And we all know, and any believer that I know that reads about the end times knows what that's all about. So. Moon wobble people. And then I threw one in at the last minute here. Whoa. Um, now you're going to surprise me. Uh, yes, I threw this in the last minute. Uh, this is on Easter Sunday. I saw, Huge. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that, man. Man, we're on the same, we're on the same wavelength. So huge explosion on the sun unleashes major solar flare on Easter Sunday. So so now they're talking about this solar flare. This they're calling it a major solar flare. And here's here's what I, here's what caught my eye in the story. It says number one, it caused a bunch of radio blackouts, which you know electricity. Those solar flares that hit the Earth, they cause electrical, uh, geomagnetic electrical uh, disruption and uh, disturbances all over the planet. And now they're saying it's setting the stage for more solar storms to come. Do you think they're setting up the narrative for something? Well, I think somewhat of the narrative, and obviously those types of things do happen because I used to be in satellite communications, and there there were certain things. So, so nature does play a role. However, my question, you know, and call it what you want, is you know, are they trying to create a narrative to take stuff down? But the thing about it is, you got all those satellites up in the sky, you know, so certain things could happen, and uh, you know, definitely cause 
communication blackout. So that is possible. I also believe some of it's going to be man-made. Yeah, potentially. I did. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it. All what it is. It's just a hunch. Well, I think obviously God's plan and His God's purposes are going to supersede our plans, right? We talked about that about a month ago. But it's when something like this happens, it's almost like there are certain people, certain groups of people that want to take that and say, oh, that's going to work for us. We'll use that somehow to help hide whatever it is we're trying to do on top of yeah. what God's trying to do. So, so what you're saying, the word deception. Yes, deception. But man, look at this picture, though. That is one impressive yeah. picture. Yeah, uh, from the party, from the birthday party. The solar flare was because you were partying. I Thank got you. it. This, you had to cover it up somehow, GJ. <laughs> there, there, there's your backstory <laughs> narrative. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hey, people, people, all right. If you're if you're watching or listening, that was a joke. Well, here you go, GJ. Talk Woo! about the mosquitoes. Oh, now I got to pull up because you couldn't give me the the narrative. The narrative you had to. I give you the narrative. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? I can't find it now, dude. All in <laughs> seven states. This is this has been reported in seven states so far, and I have it here. Just since you uh, couldn't find it, now I can't find it. That's right. I have a picture of a mosquito up here. This is a tiger mosquito that yeah. carries malaria. Yeah. So these these mosquitoes are now killing people. Uh, okay. Here. Oh, at least seven, at least seven st states report mosquitoes carrying a disease that has been paralyzing human beings. By the way, this is a coincidence. After Bill Gates apparently hacked a company releasing over one hundred thousand genetically modified mosquitoes, don't know if he had anything to do with it, but you might want to pay attention to that. They also I've read that story too, GJ. I talked about the West Nile virus. That that's uh, what that particular virus is. And so now there are, I think, seven or nine states, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that have reported that these mosquitoes uh, with West Nile virus that are biting people are causing this paralysis. Now, we haven't, nothing in California has come out just yet, but I have a feeling in the next uh, coming months, maybe year, we're going to hear a little bit more coming out of California because of all those mosquitoes that were released by Mr. Uh, Mr. Gates himself. I'm not sure if he opened the door and like actually released him himself, <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> Things that make you go. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. So, so what, why are we talking about this nature? And we're also talking about it because look at all the crazy things that are happening. Yeah. I mean, all over the planet, all over the planet, outside the planet. Outside the planet. And then some of the stuff keep going by that they can't even say, oh, yeah, there's an asteroid. I'm surprised they found that. It's kind of hard to miss an 85-mile-long asteroid. To say. Hey, I missed that last one. Just saying. I won't let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it go. Anyway, Earth news, we talk about that because of all the signs on the, in the Earth, signs in the sun, signs in the sky and the stars. But then we go on the wars and rumors of wars, what Jesus was talking about specifically. And he said, hey, you're going to see wars, rumors of wars, nations rising up against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and GJ, China. Yeah, I know this is a shocker. We, I know this is new for us. China holds military drills around Taiwan as U.S. delegation visits. Hmm. You know, what's the, what's the meaning to the timing? That's number one. Number two Hunter. is... This just continues to elevate. And there's a lot of things that just keep pointing that something's going to happen with China and Taiwan. I'm just saying that's, that's, that's going to be a new hotspot. I know Russia, Ukraine's been the current one, but I think this one's going to become a, a, a more issue than just the rumors. Yeah, I would agree. That's one. And then, of course, we can't not. I know I hated the double negative there, but we can't not talk about <laughs> Russia. Even though you're smart, your grammar sucks. Let's just don't get up. Whoa! You can't not talk about that. Russia. Russia. You can't not talk about it. Oh, oh, 
See, we got Ilan Omar. Hmm. Hmm. I know I'm going to talk about that in a, in a, in a different section, but oh, uh, yeah. this, I just was reading this news story last night that, that ex-Russian foreign minister, I just love how they, they talk, they talk to an ex-Russian foreign minister. Yeah. And said Putin may use nukes, but then I also read in uh, outside of this because I did a little more research, but this had the best picture of Putin there. I just thought, hey, what a great picture of Putin. <laughs> I didn't know I there know. was a great picture of Putin. <laughs> I just, I mean, look at, look at the forehead, man. I'm telling you, the forehead's impressive. <laughs> oh, even better. Even better. Anyway, I, so. Uh, this is corrected. I do, I do. I mean, you have the most impressive dome on the planet. I'm just saying. Whoa, I don't know how to take that. It's good. Trust me. It's impressive. Uh, I don't know. But is it? Well, okay. I understand you're feeling a little bit of uh, anxiety inside and insecurity. Dude, I, had, I was coming to the show with a lot of joy. No, your dome is impressive. Embrace it. All right. So. Yeah. Uh, As you old and all your texts and Facebook messages. So we have the, we have uh, ex-Russian foreign minister saying Putin may use nukes. And of course. Uh, then there was somebody from the Russian military that said, of course, if we feel that threatened, we're going to obviously going to use them, but only on, in certain situations. But I just the shock and awe of the news, of course, is what really gets me because and I'm not saying I'm for Putin. I'm definitely not for him, especially what's happening over in that part of the world. But I'm just saying there's again, there's a posturing of information here. But. I also wanted to bring up this one, GJ, because you posted this one. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I was actually looking at my notes here because was, there was another one with the long range. Oh, that's yeah. coming up. That's coming up. Yeah. So you caught me off guard, bro. Russia warns U.S. of unpredictable consequences, which goes back to what Dan just said amid latest arms shipment to Ukraine. So obviously the U.S. has apparently <clears throat> sent arms to Ukraine. And uh, Russia is basically saying, if you don't stay out of this, we're coming after you. That's what I read in that message. So that doesn't mean they're going to, but just like in the last, the last uh, news piece, they're definitely posturing themselves. And they're like, hey, if we need to, we're going to do whatever. So again, wars and rumors of wars so there you have it and here's your next one. Oh my gosh military transport plans reportedly brought down outside odessa as it happened i don't think i posted that one by the way so i'm seeing this one for the first time ever <laughs> okay for real for real now i did party a lot yesterday and by the way for those that say oh i thought you were christian yeah by the way i don't drink if you drink, that's on you. That's over 28 years. And the world is a safer place. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. Back, to you, back to you on this one, because that's, you, that's yours, bro. Uh, okay, so it's mine. I gave you credit for it anyway. And even, hey, after, I, even after I say it, I'm still giving you credit. Military transport plane. Uh, that was, uh, according to the news reports, reportedly shot down outside of Odessa was carrying uh, arms for Ukraine and weaponry. So another just continuing news story that I don't really know what to believe anymore because every time I hear somebody saying reportedly or uh, whether it's Russia that says something or Ukraine that says something, it's a war going on. Of course, they're going to put out media that's going to try to throw people off. So, uh, I mean, that happened in World War II, that happened in World War I, that happened in Vietnam, it happened in Korea. Not saying it didn't happen, but I am going to say that there, this is the stuff we continue to see. So, and then yeah. I know this is yours. That, that one is, by the way. But, and just to, to you know, um, carry on what you just said is in, in strategic war, the art of war, it's, it's called misdirection. So we may be talking about over here, but we're actually doing over here. <laughs> so that, that's, so that's a lot of times you can't, you know, quantify everything that's being said and some of it's not actually happening so again that's why we come to you it's like hey pay attention though at least pay attention to what may be really going on versus 
all these all the news and a lot of the news is completely fake and uh they got their own narrative and a lot of times it's not good for the people i'm just saying that yeah i said it in times dot chat we will always be there in times dot chat all right (laughs) read between the lines (laughs) in times dot chat all right so when wars and rumors of war moving on russia and long-range heavy bombers activated flying combat missions no kidding i mean what do you think they're doing over there that's not new to me that's like that's been ongoing however they've uh, the long-range heavy bombers are activated that's the part that got me the long range what does that mean they go a long ways <laughs> that's, that's a technical term <laughs> thank you for the clarification there and then I, I just uh, I just saw a picture. I didn't. I wasn't able to pull it up beforehand, but I just saw a picture. Apparently, the U.S. is has been testing this. I guess it's a it is like the fastest bomber plane ever ever invented, and it's the super sleek. It looks like one of those Concord jets that used to yeah, yeah. like five hours. But yeah, they're now they're now they've got bomber planes that are set up. They're actually starting to talk about it that can get there in a matter of like four or five hours as opposed to twelve or fifteen hours. So uh again, just saying, not sure where else to put that, but yeah. Well, those things are happening. You know, I I, I was talking to a gentleman yesterday and um, you know, he asked me, well, where do you think we're at? So we're in a two-minute warning. I said, Everything had to be in place or be able to be fully in place within a three and a half year timeline. And I said, we're there. Everything is there. I mean, wars can happen. You know, they can do something and be in one country and, and do damage all the way across the world and never step foot in it. So that can happen, whether it's missiles, whether it's long range bombers, whatever it may be. You know, um, I mean, they've got and then you got the satellites in the sky. And then you got communications. It can now hit most of the globe now, you know, so the internet. And so you've got all this communication that can happen. Then they got all the tracking and then all the things that can control people from doing something or to actually go do something. That's happening. We're seeing it on all fronts. It's there. The only thing that to me is really remaining in full force is from a, you know, that thing that has to happen is the uh, rebuilding of the Temple Mount. Oh, by the way, there was some news on the Temple Mount this weekend. Yeah, I didn't uh, we did, I didn't see it in our post, but I do want to talk about that. And but before we talk about that, let's uh let's do this. So, just saw this from the Jerusalem Post this morning that late last night, uh Israeli time of course, that Israel uh, had jets flying and military jets, and they bombed a military cash depot in the Gaza Strip because on Sunday into Monday, Gaza was firing rockets into Israel again. So uh, the rockets are firing up again, heading in from all areas around Israel, which kind of makes me feel like if I were were them, in Hamas, uh, that is, if I were them, I would I would start shooting these rockets up over here, get their focus and misdirection, as you meant, as you mentioned, uh, over here while they're trying to do other things over here. So I'm sure that's happening more and more. But this, uh, we're going to start talking probably about Israel a lot more in the next coming coming weeks because, yeah. And now, GJ, you did mention something about. Go ahead, talk about it. I don't, I don't know what you're referring to, Lieutenant Dan. The temple, my man. The temple. No, I was I was talking about what you were just talking, Lieutenant Dan. Oh, thanks for that military dir- misdirection. No you problem. Actually, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> you can call me forced. <laughs> I just felt like running. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. All right, here you go. There are definitely some good lines in that movie. Uh, so back to focusing. Oh, whoa, way to pull that up quick. In wake of Temple Mount, riots. So they're literally having riots on the Temple Mount there in Jerusalem. And the significance of this is that the Muslims and the Christians come together, or the Jews come together, 
peacefully so that it can rebuild the Temple Mount. So obviously, a lot of things have been happening really over the last 12, 16 months where they were actually allowing uh, Jews to go on there and pray. And obviously, things have, have escalated and got out of, out of hand. I don't know all the details, but usually when something's happening on the Temple Mount, there's something under under underlying. There's a thread there. And that's one of the most key places to focus on what's going on there, whether it's peace happening, you know, that's, you know, unprecedented, or is it tension, like what's happened? So we've had a little bit of both. And um, I think at some point, the peace will, will happen. Well, we know that will happen, and they actually build the Temple Mount. And the other thing is we've seen where they can actually build the new temple within eight to 18 months. I mean, that's pretty fast. Very, very fast. And not only that, this picture that you see here, by the way, this is the Western Wall, and this is the bridge, the, uh, I think they call it the Mugrabi Bridge, that leads up to the Temple Mount. A, a compound and so that's the dome of the rock and that's the current islamic temple that is on the temple mount which is originally was the temple where in that in 70 a.d that was destroyed where jesus actually went and he was in the outer outer course and destroyed the money changers through the mount and said you have to stop uh, taking advantage of people in the place that we call the house of prayer. So anyway, this is, um, that's just a picture of where that is. That just kind of gives you the scope and size of just how massive that temple mount is. And uh, it is definitely something we're going to continue to talk about over the coming months, probably, if not years. So, wow, man, we got to keep. Yeah. I got, one, I got one other thing. I, and I don't know, maybe you have it or don't is, Oh, by the way, he is risen. He is risen. What does that mean? What does that mean, Dan? Well, you tell me because I'm trying to pull it up. <laughs> I didn't have it ready. We just celebrated Easter. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. So Jesus comes out of the the tomb. So uh, he's alive. And, and he stayed and walked on the earth for 40 days afterwards, I believe. So two or three days after he was crucified he moves the the boulder or whatever it was covering the tomb and uh he's no longer in the tomb that's pretty amazing it is pretty amazing you know um it's the whole reason why we as are are christians and we believe in jesus is not because he not just because he died on the cross that's a massive sacrifice that happened so that you and I could be forgiven and have a relationship with God. But the fact that he is raised from the dead, that he raised himself from the dead and conquered over all of death, hell and the grave and took the sin of the world on his shoulders. That right there is why we have faith and uh, how we know that one day we'll be with Jesus again, because he's alive. He's not in that tomb any longer. Three days later, boom, done, out. Peace out, tomb. I'm gone. I'm done. Wow. So, wow. The reason Dan uses that verbiage because Dan was there. Oh my goodness. Well, before we get before we get back to that uh, and what we're going to talk about regarding um, a message. Just kidding. Today. Just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, that's all good. I was there. Um, Dan's not that old. No, not that old. But I wish I. Well, no, I don't really wish I was there because there was a lot of persecution happened during that time frame but um canadian news outlet founder speaks out after trudeau denies them a journalism license so now journalists this is a something that just got approved in the parliament of canada where they need to journalists now in canada are supposed to get a license now a journalism license and to get that license a person needs to report and i quote favorably on the Justin Trudeau government. Yep, I see tax, so it's a tax, and it's a control mechanism. Do as I say, and we'll issue it. If you get out of line, we will revoke it. So this doesn't mean that you cannot do journalism if you don't have that license, because Rebel News, which is actually the one that came out and, and said something about this, 
that are operating in Canada, they they can still they can still do it, but now the government can speak out against them, and as you said, GJ, censor their content. So another that's leading up to the tribulation right there, my people. Yeah, it's another another example. They're trying to muzzle the people. Oh, what about this one? Oh my gosh! By the way, one of my best friends for the last thirty-five years, we went to college together. I don't know if it was that long. Longer. I guess, I guess I've known him forty years. It's pretty hard because I'm only forty with twenty years' experience. Yeah, do the math. Do the math. By the way, he sends me. He goes for this birthday. What are you identifying as? <laughs> No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> and he said this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, where are we? Every day there's something stupid. iPhone updates adds pregnant man emoji, other than gender neutral cartoons. Okay. On on the surface it sounds funny and because we know men can't get pregnant. But I'm like, well, first of all, they identified that there was a man. So hallelujah, because some places they're trying to say that doesn't even exist. So I'm just like, oh, my gosh, where does it stop? Uh, I don't think it does stop. <laughs> That's the problem. And it only stopped when Jesus comes back. But I, I have something else to add about the and it's interesting right here. This is a Fox News story, by the way. So it's not us sharing it. And it is a news media outlet. But Laura Ingram did a piece on Fox News called The Mouse and the Apple versus America. You mean Satan Mouse? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, wow, wow. Times.chat and times.chat, just in case if we don't show up next week or if we can't boost this later and times.chat. But she did this story. And, of course, Apple is they're doing quite a few things to kind of just jab it in there. I'm going to mention a couple of those and the things that make you go section. But before I do, let me just say this. Uh, this is something that we mentioned a little earlier, but Ilhan Omar, she came out and tweeted about Christians worshiping on a, on a flight. So yeah. there's somebody that posted a video of on Easter Sunday of people going to their family to celebrate Easter and they're singing worship songs. And then Miss, Miss Omar comes out and tweets about it and says how how horrible it is and how they shouldn't do that and offend other people. And, and I'm like, really, can't you just leave them alone? They're just well, trying they're, to get home to their family. Yeah. And it, it was a flight and it was a flight, I think in, uh, in going to Germany or somewhere it was in Europe when they were flying. So, Oh, here it is. Here's the quote. And she actually posted, it goes, I think my family and I should have a prayer session next time I'm on a plane. How do you think it will end? I'm like, Really? I mean, if you want to have a prayer session on an airplane, go ahead. Those floors are dirty, though. I'm just saying. Probably don't want to put get down too far on those floors. But um, <laughs> I said it. True. Yeah. Come on, American. Come on, United. Get your planes. Here, here, here's what I'm going to say, and this, this may upset some people. Okay. And time's not chat. Thank you. People are going to disagree and agree on a variety of topics. The one thing I say is when you start going away from foundational fundamental pillars, you're asking for trouble. I don't care what it is, whether it's in business, whether it's in church, whether it's whatever it may be, sports, and I could go on and on about it. So that part, everybody can understand that. If you don't like it, go somewhere else. Yeah. No, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. I mean, but here are these people that have been elected that are supposed to stand for truth, and then they want to cast aspersions on what makes thing, you, you people unique. If, if that's what you want to do, then do it, you know? And here, here is a great example. If you're giving any glory to Jesus, people are going to take shots. And it says in the Bible, there will be persecution. Of course, there's, the Bible is full of persecution. From the beginning, and uh, there's there's a great example right there, and and it's going to get worse. Yeah. So well, I'll leave it there. This is just some of my thoughts. I probably shouldn't have said any of that, and I apologize. I apologize. I just felt like I needed to say it. I feel like no. we need worship. 
don't apologize because we actually are going to talk about that in a little bit. But JJ, you posted this. I've got two other things real quickly to share before we get into the message. But yeah, tell us why you posted this one. I don't can you know. read it? Yeah, I can read it now, but I don't, I don't even remember posting it. So have I lost my mind? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance defines the target. Propaganda is the weapon. Emotion is the bullet. Misinformation pulls the trigger. And doctrine is the aim. I do remember posting this now. Thank you. I'm just saying. I mean, that, that kind of speaks for itself, that whole quote yeah. right there. Yeah. And uh, when Eduardo Dior. Diaz. Diaz. Yeah. Well, here's... um. This is these are the last two things I want to share and kind of goes along with the whole uh, the war with that Laura Ingram mentioned with Apple and America. But I uh, for the last couple of years, whenever I'm, uh, you know, remember when they added that little swipe feature where you could actually just go from letter to letter and then when you release it pops up a word. Well, almost every single time I try to swipe the word God, excuse me it pops up the word good. Almost every single time it changes it. And whenever I'm speaking it into, into the iPhone to be able to actually get it to pop up over text, it'll change the word God to good. So I think that's worthy, noteworthy. But then <clears throat> yesterday or to Sunday on Easter, I'm trying to pop up an emoji or a GIF or something about the resurrection. And this is what I get. So First of all, you have this guy in a in a casket. Then you've got, I don't know what this is. Then you got this guy down here. And then there's like this meme down here. Then Jesus is saying something. I can't remember what it says. But then you got this, it's alive, I'm back. I mean, most of these have, they're just not what I would have pictured when I asked for something from the resurrection. And that's one, but then you've got this other one. So I was like, well, maybe I, if I pop in empty tomb, maybe, just maybe, I will be able to have something about Easter pop up. And this is what I get. I do get one. I get he is risen. And then I got John Travolta and I got Dwayne the Rock Johnson's head. That's a, the stone rolling away. I'm not sure who the heck that guy is. And then there's, I don't know. So you can see that there's hardly anything on here about an empty tomb that relates to Jesus at all. Maybe the first three pictures at best. So there, there's something to be said for when you're, when you're a Christian and you're looking for content, don't look in the gift section of your phone. Just saying, it's not going to pop up anything that you really want to use. Well, it's, slow, it's slowly eroding in all fronts when it comes to truth and Jesus. So, and this is kind of um, what you and I have been talking about this morning before the show, right? So, JJ, want, do you want me to go first? Or you want to go first? You're you're the boss. You're the smartest. No. You're the boss. I've been in party mode. I really got nothing. So you lead the way, bro. You lead I'll, the way. I'll lead the. I'll lead the way. I'm not even worthy to be on this show today. That is so not true at all. Well, don't believe him, folks. Don't believe him. I'm not gonna know. I'm not gonna say it. Over the okay, so all the different things that we've been talking about today, they are many of them are oppressive, and many of them have uh, over the last 50, 60, 100 years actually, since, since Jesus even came on the scene, or even way before that, the message of truth has been suppressed. And more so in the last, I'd say, 50 years that I would say has been really just a target on people, but certainly over the last few years, we have been conditioned that we should not speak the truth in the workplace, in schools, at home, with your neighbors, or even with your friends. Over the last two years, we were told not to even see our friend, not even be face-to-face -face with them, which is one of the key things in Scripture that says that you need to don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together, which is exactly what this last two years has done, has kept people from actually meeting together and being together. And when they are, they're told to put something on so that they can't even see each other's expressions. And it's now, it's actually frowned upon to pray in the name of Jesus in public. You cannot mention God in a school speech. We've become fearful that we're going to lose our job, lose our friends, be ridiculed, or even lose our family. And some of us have lost family because of our faith in Jesus. 
But I was encouraged, the, uh, and I wanted to share this with everybody, that I was reading in Acts chapter 18, and the last half of the book of Acts talks a lot about the Apostle Paul and his travels. And Paul in the Bible was in the city of Corinth one night when Jesus spoke with Paul in a vision and told him this. He says, don't be afraid. Speak out. Don't be silent, for I am with you. And no one will attack you here and harm you, for many people in the city belong to me. Now, here's, what, here's why that encouraged me. I really believe in this country specifically, and I'm sure, I don't know what country you're in and what country you're listening to this. I pray that this is the same for you. I believe that God's got a remnant of people that are out there in the cities and the, and the countries that you live in. But I can only speak about the United States right now because this is where I live. But I really believe that there are many people in this country that belong to God. They belong to Jesus because they've given their hearts over to him. And so I would say to you, don't be afraid. You have to speak out. Don't be silent. Jesus said, for I am with you. Now, it doesn't, doesn't mean that when he left Corinth, he wasn't attacked because Paul was. Paul was put in prison. He was beat. He was stoned. He was ridiculed. They threw. They tried to chase him out because of the fact that the people's businesses were being impacted by the message of Jesus. But I do believe this is what God is saying specifically to us in the United States, where we need to make sure that we are not silent about the truth of the scripture. Now, what that, and I just had this situation happen over this last week. Unfortunately, I had a convert. I like to try to respond as much as I can to people that talk to us over our video on Lost Art of Relationship. And so there was a, a particular person, shall remain nameless, that posted something about what we talked about last week. And so I mentioned this is what we talked about and this is why. And then that person took offense to it and said, well, I'm going to not support and listen to you anymore. <laughs> but it was taken out of context, of course, what this person was saying to me. And you can go and read it for yourself. It can go there. You can see my conversation. I didn't delete anything because I just, I feel like unless somebody says something that is uh, outrageous and of a obscene nature, I'm pretty much going to leave it up there so you can see it. And you can see how I responded. But I, I believe that we need to speak the truth in love, that we have to have grace mixed with truth, but we have to have the truth. You can't just be all grace and no truth because that makes you a coward. You can't just have all truth and no grace because that just makes you a bully. So we really do try to bring that truth with grace. So I wanted to read this before you uh, got involved with what you wanted to share, GJ, but out of Ephesians chapter five, this is what I believe the instructions should be for the church right now, especially in America, but all over the planet because it's in the Bible. But Ephesians chapter five, verses 10 through 17 says, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them, for the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly but understand what the Lord wants you to do. And with that, that's a great segue, I think, to GJ. Take it away. Yeah, I got my dad's Bible here, and he, he has a plethora of notes. Actually, I text them to you, so maybe you can pop them up. Yeah, let me find them. Is back to truth, and, and, and here in 2 Timothy, and by the way, I just flipped to the Bible, my dad's Bible here, and I just flipped it open today. And just like last week, and it's amazing how it is so much in line with what Dan just shared, and we didn't even talk about it beforehand. And on the page that you can't see on right there, at, in Timothy, Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 4, and they shall run away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. So my dad underlined this. Um, April 16th, 1992. And then if you go read on into this chapter, it says, for I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. So what I interpret this right now is, okay, people are going to turn away from the truth. They're not going to believe the truth. And then some of the truth is, oh, that's just not real. That's a fable. So we're seeing that right now. 
we see it on our news all, every single day. And then we're seeing a lot of people like are, are taking bits and pieces and, and we're seeing this being played out. And then, so if you see there on the notes and it, it, I mean, for me, it's a little hard to see, maybe you can see it. Uh, I'll read them is my dad hand wrote this. And um, as you can see on the, on the screen, <clears throat> the prison of physical disability. And we're seeing a lot of this. And I actually had a phone call with a friend of mine, which uh, Dan knows as well. And, you know, he was, you know, he's been struggling a little bit with depression. And, and we talked a little bit about, you know, what leads up to depression and things that you can do. And, you know, from having a healthy diet to being in a positive environment, you know, where you can, and just finding joy. And I told him, I said, I believe the spirit, the satanic spirit of deception is elevating there's a if we could just look into the spiritual world, we would see the good and evil, and, we, and the evil is making every every little bit of effort because their days are numbered, and we know who wins. We know God wins. We know Jesus wins in the end, and we just don't know when that is. And we're seeing the signs play out right before us. And Jesus was very clear about you will see the signs, and we're seeing them on an elevated basis and every week we got something to talk about so what are what are those <clears throat> what are the, the the prison of physical disability guilt loneliness other people's expectations gossip habits financial debt difficult circumstances do you think we're seeing those in today's world right now on a global scale that was a question for the smartest man alive. Oh, absolutely happening. Yeah. As a matter of fact, everything you just said there, all five of those physical, or I mean, eight of those physical disability, guilt, loneliness, other people's expectations, gossip, habit, financial debt, difficult circumstances are all things that have been designed by the enemy to press us down and keep us down. And that's why we are supposed to overcome because Jesus said, I have not only overcome, but I've overcome the world. And, um, and that's why I believe Paul could actually say, I am more than a conqueror because Jesus Christ has conquered over all of that. So it's, um, it's one of the reasons why I really believe that we should not be afraid to speak out. The world, uh, I mean, think about it. All those things that you saw there on that page, GJ, which I love. That's why I'm leaving it up there. I just love your dad's handwriting. It's actually pretty good. Mine, you wouldn't be able to read. But he was a lefty, by the way. Hey, hey, I can I can tell pretty much actually by the how it's all done. But your our the world could even try to take our life and our livelihood away, but our eternity with God can never be taken away. When you love God and are called according to his purpose, living for him daily, it gives us the ability to stay strong amid all of those lists that you have there, GJ. It it gives us the ability to speak out and God himself is saying to us, fear not. Do not fear the things that the world will throw your way. Anything else to add, GJ, before we lead him? Well, again, you know, he, my dad also talks, he, he wrote there that you can see on the page, I'm not going to go through on four keys for equipping with life problems or coping with life problems. In the number one, communication with God. You know, are you communicating with God? Because a lot of times people say, hey, well, God's mad at me or I've done all these things. Well, God is a God of love and a God of forgiveness. And, you know, I had someone recently talk about, and I think I talked about this a few weeks ago, was talking about, you know, the, the, the perception of God in the Old Testament compared to the New Testament. Well, God is God, but, you know, all these things had to happen, you know, and then he had to send his son so that we could be forgiven for our sins. So, you know, just this past weekend of, of Easter, Jesus died on the cross so that we could be forgiven and our sins could be taken away. And I mean, he, he felt so much, the weight of the world was literally up on him in the last you know, hours because he was taking all that sin away. And now that we can have a personal relationship with him and God Almighty, so we can go directly to God, we can go directly to Jesus, and we have the Holy Spirit living within us. All we have to do is be in communication. You know, are we asking for help? Are we asking for discernment? Are we asking for protection? Are we asking for, you know, covering? Are we asking to be healed? Are we asking for, you know, to be loved and have joy? Are we asking for those things? And what I found is most people that aren't seeing that, 
They're not asking. The other thing is, what are you doing? And to me, you have to be in the world on a daily basis. And I'm a highly competitive person. And I joke with some of my friends, I'm, you know, they say they're very competitive. I said, what it's like to be the second most competitive person in the world. That's how competitive I can be. And I've realized God gave me competitiveness, but I also have to, you know, come from a grace place. And competitiveness, sometimes it's that doesn't exist. And so I, I'm like, okay, I I have every every day I'm I'm in the U version Bible app and it's every day it's got the day number of days in a row. And I've missed I've missed some over the last few years. <clears throat> so right now I'm at day two oh two. And it's like a checkpoint. So I'm like, my competitiveness is like, hey, I got to make sure I get another day. And so that's what draws me in. And then giving that time to God. So literally reading the Bible, reading a devotional. And then I have other people that I do devotionals with. So we're coming together. We're sharing how we're feeling, what's going on, or what we learned from from the message. <clears throat> we're praying. We're praying for each other. Before I got on this on this uh, show, you know, I, my, I had a friend uh, that we were literally praying for one another before we hung up. You know, so are you in prayer? Prayer, And if you're not comfortable doing that verbally with somebody, do it in private. Just start. And by doing those things, truth starts to show itself. God starts to show his face. And sometimes we don't necessarily see it till later. And I look back, some of the worst times in my life, I mean, God was so present. I still had to go through those tough times, and I don't want to go back to those tough times. However, those were all blessings that led to something else or strengthened me so that today I am able to stand up. I am willing to be strong in my faith and not really worried about the fear of it. And uh, believe me, a lot of people around the world are seeing our show. It's amazing to me. More people outside the United States are seeing our show than on Within the U.S., I, I think from the last time Dan was sharing me these numbers, and uh, I don't even know what the numbers are. I don't even care about it. And, that, and I'm competitive. I'm like, how do we make the numbers better? Because I know there's one person out there right now needed to hear this today, and God is with you. God loves you. God is for you. We're for you. And I'm all about how are you going to spend eternity? Are you going to spend it in heaven or are you going to spend it in hell? Because you've got two options. And I choose to spend it in heaven and have eternal life in heaven. And when you start thinking about eternal life, it makes a lot of the the earthly life not as significant. However, we do have significance and we do have the ability to help a lot of people. So that's pretty much all I have to say. Over to you, Dan. Yeah, well, this would be a great What? Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Thank you, Paul Rest. Um so I think it'd be a great time just to lead people in the scripture and prayer. And when I, when I say lead people in the scripture, that means Jesus uh, told us and Paul said it. And it says it in Acts that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. What that means to call on the name of the Lord is, is you have to accept that Jesus is the son of God. That he came to die on the cross, which we uh, memorialize last Friday on Good Friday. And that he rose from the dead, which is what we celebrated this past Sunday. And uh, for Easter. So if you want Jesus to live in your heart and be a part of your life, and give you strength to live as a believer and have a relationship with God himself because of the sacrifice of Jesus, this is your moment. So I want you to say this prayer with me. And it's not the power of the words. It is the power of your faith, believing that Jesus is who he says he is and that he has come to take away our sin. Uh, so let's just pray right now. Dear Jesus. We love you. We thank you so much that you came to die on the cross for us and that you also raised from the dead for us so that we could have a relationship with God, be forgiven of all of the trespasses and sins, all the sinful nature that we have in our from, from all of our lives, and that you can teach us the right way, that we would have boldness and the courage to live it out. So Lord, come and live in our heart right now and make us new. And we thank you, Lord, for what's happening in people's lives, even as we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, good job. Hey, man. The smartest man alive. I know you got to go because you got to start studying. Oh, I got lots of studying to do. Yeah, no doubt. But hey, 
God bless everybody. We're so glad that you joined us and we will see you next time. Until then, keep praying, people. Keep praying. The world needs it. In the Bible. Um, Read the Bible. Keep praying. Be in the word. Stay strong. Speak out. Fear not. Pray. Prepare. Protect. Proclaim. Amen. Whoa. That was good, dude. Hey, hey. See you guys. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.